When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dublin Podcast. Up your ear holes. So first of all, I'm very fucking sorry about last week, and I had to. I wasn't around again, and another podcast was missed. And uh, can I point out? Suitably, I was abused for it, so that's Good. all right. Oh, that's fair enough. Thank you to the Dublin listeners. And you're having dalliances left, right, and centre. In other podcasts. Yeah. I am, yeah. I'm all over the place. I thought that we had like quite a serious podcast relationship, but it turns out you would literally stick I, your mouth around any microphone. I think it was an open podcast relationship slush. from the start, yeah. <laughs> I think there was never a... What is it? What's uh, that word? Which? Uh, is it polyamorous? Polyamorous, right? yeah. The, you're a polyamorous podcaster. I'm a polyamorous, yeah. The polyamorous podcaster. Definitely. I go, any podcast, any if, if there's a microphone, I will blow on it. Okay, fair enough. I'm absolutely up for it. No problem. Yeah, I was doing the Hill 16 podcast. I listened which... to that with Barry, and I didn't catch what the girl's name was on the podcast. Sorsha. Sorsha. I didn't catch her name on it. Um, But I listened to Barry. Do you know what? Let's, let's dive straight into this, shall we? Yes. Yeah. I hadn't listened to the Hill 16 podcast, and as you know, like obviously I'm a big Dublin fan. and But I said I have to listen to it now because obviously PJ's on it. So, you know, I pledge my allegiance, unlike you, to you. Um, But so I had a little listen. And so if you, I'll be honest with you, if you're not from Dublin... Yeah, it's not going to be. It's a not going to be for you if you're not into ga. It's definitely not going to be for you if you're from outside Ireland and you're not familiar with the GAA football. If you're not familiar with the Dublin dialect, don't even bother. Yeah, forget because about it. Because I'll be honest with you, Barry's from the north side. I'm thinking he's probably from somewhere like Donegal or somewhere. Because I even found some things hard to understand that Barry said. <laughs> Then PJ, who let's you know, let's just bring everybody back and remind them now lives on the same side of the city as me, the south side. Yes, decides I do. To turn all Billy Big Balls on the, the Hill Sixteen podcast and give it all. Oh yeah, yeah. And by the way, went flat Dublin because they because in company, he was all like, oh yeah, south side or something or this or not. Don't even start <laughs> giving me shit. I'm telling you. And I tell you, Vincent's who's a Dublin set north side club. Don't talk like you people. They don't talk like you people. They do. They That's, don't. That Vincent, would have been my local club. Vince don't give her all that. I don't, don't do all that. Dermot Conley doesn't be giving it that. All right, name of fellows. Oh, you all went. That you went all like geek now. What's it? What's <laughs> it? What? <laughs> if you caught me, uh, I blue, blue, right? You got all I a bit. I did not the blame get all like that. Well, maybe I did a little but bit. I have I, to I was, say, it was chameleon stuff. Um, it, credit work, credit. It's actually, do you know what? If you are, if you're a Dubs fan, you'll love it. It's really funny. And he, I, Barry, I, I kind of like became very intrigued with He's Barry. A wealth his, of knowledge. For starters, his knowledge Jesus it actually Christ. reminds me a little bit. My dad was quite like that. My dad was very knew lots of facts and figures and stuff. I don't know how um, people do it. 
two points of note from it that I kind of I was very enamoured with him I was very enamoured with his knowledge his wealth of knowledge about oh, Dublin GA is incredible shit. it's unbelievable the, yeah. the bit that got me the most was that because obviously the nature of GAA it's not nasty like soccer is nasty no. but there is a lot of banter that goes on Facebook pages for GAA Facebook pages and whatnot. oh yeah yeah the internet yeah shite. the internet shite. and I love that he said he's like I don't usually answer them he was like but they went after a dermo yes it was Dermot Connolly who was a Dublin player who uh, has been uh, banned for 12 weeks for an incident that happened and there's a whole lot of controversy about it that other like players from the country have been but Dermot basically just gets attacked on every level he's of his life he's a heat seeker though he, he knows yeah. how to get yeah. he, you know what I mean but he, he is one of the most talented like think Messi in terms of, of footballing skills yeah I think so he's yeah. like except she doesn't get paid and plays through the GAA and you know that kind of thing but he's such an incredibly talented footballer but I just love that Barry was like, do you know what I mean? They went after Dormo. So I just said, fuck that. Not having that now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so I just went back to them and I said, no, that's not happening. And I loved that. I was completely enamoured by him. I was just like, Barry made me laugh. So I enjoyed it. And then you made me cry. I did. Mm? Well, fucking hell. I'm getting good at making you cry. What did I yeah, do this time? Because you, t- you spoke about your dad and you spoke about uh, like being really, really proud Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That you did. played for the dubs. Yes, it comedy I did. And you were yeah. like my dad, like going to watch your first match with your dad. And yeah. The first gal match I ever went to watch was with my dad. And yeah. Being in Crow yeah. Park for the first time was very, very special. Yeah, it's a scarce, isn't it? I yeah. think that's how we all get into these things, though, isn't it? So something happens in our childhood, and you sort of every time you go back to these games, whether you're no matter what you're into, whether it's rugby or soccer. So explain that story. Even bleeding cricket, I suppose. Of your dad and the GA and the Dubs team. Because so well, so Dublin, about the All-Ireland final and about what you did to the Dubs. Because this was news to me. So I just said, we'll talk about this on our podcast because now I know I feel I have someone to blame and I always love to have someone to blame. <laughs> so... Well, basically the deal was, there was a few different stories. So I, I, I so the Jim struggled. Gavin story and that you went to speak to the Dubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I bet, yeah. So I basically, I'm a Dubs fan because my old, my dad, my old man, he got yeah. me into the Dubs and we went to matches together and all of that sort of crack. And then my dad died in 1999, just a couple of years after Dublin had won the All-Ireland, uh, which is, imagine FA Cup if it was just huge again, right? Like the old days FA mm. Cup. So that's like Ireland win, or like D- Dublin won the thing. So... He, my dad was sick. He died in a few years later, and it took a long time to get the Dubs to win the thing again. But so me and my dad had this connection over GAA football and the Dubs, and then I always wanted to play GAA football. You can't catch a ball. Catch a ball in your face, it doesn't count, right? I learned that very quick, right? If you can't catch a ball... I mean, it's entertaining, but it's in terms of how the game will move along. It doesn't really help, yeah. yeah. It's not, you know, you're not really moving the ball. your ornamental hands. My ornamental hands, or now we go, so I, so I couldn't really play. Uh, but then, Jim Gavin, who was the Dublin football manager, I get a phone call from him. And out of nowhere, he says, listen, uh, they were just getting ready for the All-Ireland final. Uh, and he said, listen... We would really appreciate it. Would you come and talk to the lads? They're in their encampment or whatever the hell you call it. They were in a hotel just outside Dublin in Kildare. It was just them. They were obviously really focused for the game. They can't talk, contact any of the public. They can't talk to any media. So it, they wanted me to come in and just sort of break the tension of it yeah. and do a gig just for the Dublin players and squad, just for them. Which is very special. Which was a big fucking deal now, I have to say, right? Yeah. So I turn up and uh, I go in 
and I do the gig and the gig went it was pretty good crack now I was, I was kind of struggling to start then I started slagging Stephen Clucks and sl- saying he was fighting crimes in the spare time and all this that, <laughs> yeah, fighting crimes and shit that the reason he left the pitch after he kicked that winning All-Ireland free was because he heard someone screaming for help and all I did all these things and then at the end of it the Dublin players all came up to me sort of sh- shook my hand one by one they presented me with a jersey signed by the team and I got a little bit emotional, I went out to the car and uh, I remember thinking about my old man and thinking how much that would have meant to him. And then in a way, even though I played a gig and not football, I remember I played for the dubs. I played for Dublin. I remember that. And I started crying in the car. There was tears in me fucking really eyes. Got me. Tears rolling down my face. I remember this is a fucking big moment. I was very emotional over it. Now, not sad or even happy, just really emotional. Just a really lovely moment I had on my own without opening me trousers and then I went <laughs> then, always the tone always the tone dropping and then we went to the game I think it was the next day or the day after and the dubs lost the All-Ireland and everybody started blaming me they were just going what the fuck did you say to them because they were hot favourites they were like hot 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 favourites like that doesn't even <laughs> encompass how Dublin were supposed like it was it like oh. the, like people didn't even bet because it was there was no point no point it was like the other team like essentially didn't even she didn't even have turned up yeah it was like the All it Blacks just... playing it was like Real Madrid if you say are good playing yeah. the All Blacks in rugby yeah <laughs> That's what it was like. Like nobody would have bet against Dublin that day, and they, they fucking lost. So I'm delighted because I, so I, I never blame. knew why. I never knew why. Well, there but you now go. I know. That's what it was. It was me and me shitty, me shitty jokes. <laughs> two days. I also liked that before. you said because you were asked about your your two favorite Dublin players, and you said Barney Rock, but then you said, well, you brought up two of my favorite people in the entire world. Number one, obviously, Kevin McManaman, and then yeah. number two, you brought up Boo Boo. Boo boo, yeah. Because I love Jack McCaffrey. I love Jack McCaffrey. He was in my local club with because the, the cool camps are on at the moment. The kids, so they do like camps, GA camps for, for across the country for kids, and then they try and send county players in, and then so obviously because Jews and, and Kev is from Jews, it's just poor old Kev gets cranked out every Everywhere. year. He's just like, all right, yeah. But this year, Boo Boo was up there. I'll tell you, it took all of my might not to go up there and just be like, all right, Boo Boo. Soon to be Doctor Boo Boo. I know. Can you imagine? Like, you nearly get sick to have to crack. Imagine him rocking in. You just be like, Ah, listen, Boo Boo. By the way, can I just point out Jack McCaffrey's name is not Boo Boo. Nobody else calls him Boo Boo. Bar me, I just think he looks like Boo Boo the dog, and I love him. Yeah, he don't, I don't really see the likeness, but I do oh, like the stop. name Boo Boo. Have you seen Boo Boo the dog? Yeah, I have, yeah. But then I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm one of those people that doesn't really see human likenesses in dogs. Are you insane? Have yeah, you seen yourself? Of, like, yeah, but like, yeah. But what dog do I look like? Is what I'm asking you. You look like your own dog. Animals and their owners. I've got two of them. Oh, no, you look like, um, you don't look like Stitch. You look like Wendy. Like Wendy? Yeah. Look at Boo-Boo. Oh, he does look uh, a bit like him. The one on the right? Yeah. Oh, he is Isn't a bit like Jack, yeah. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah, take it all back. Look at that. Come on. Put him in a dust. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I will put a picture up on our podcast on the Twitter account so you can see what I'm talking about. Episode 74. 70 fucking four. You've made your apologies. That's fine. Um, I will remind you, by the way, we've got, we're going to, we need to schedule a recording just to do these because you're going to go off on your sabbatical to do whatever you very need soon. to go and do very soon. So we're going to organise a 
day that we're going to come in and just record these, but the hashtag have PJ say are just so good. Like some of them are just so good. So we need oh, to really? just come in and record them exclusively. So it means that I can lash them out when PJ's off yeah. playing in the country. So we'll we'll organize that today. But if again, you would like PJ say on something to do with your life, maybe you have a sexually transmitted disease that just won't clear up. Maybe you have a conundrum that you just don't know what to do about. Maybe you're thinking of making about a career change, a life change. Look, his advice will probably be very bad. And also it comes with the warning that, you know, again... If you Which, follow it and it doesn't work out, we can't take no, any no, responsibility like, no. for that whatsoever. But hashtag have PJ say, uh, or you can email us, doublepodcast.gmail.com, whatever your uh, your wants, hopes, dreams and fears are, and we will go through them. But some of them so far are very good, so we need to record those. Just to remind you that that's coming up. That that's coming up. Yeah. And you might, might not have heard, but Ireland has a new leader. We have a new oh, leader. Yeah. Oh, that's happened since we spoke. Leo Varadkar, our new leader. Oh, I got to show off now. I was. This was. I know. You. I thought you'd love this because he's. A, he's a bit like you. It's in that he's a. He's a bit like me. Conservative, right? Yeah. Fair to say. Right. Conservative in his economic policies and his sort of you know his bits and pieces going on. Me and Leo Varadkar. But at the same time, are very alike. You are alike. Yeah. And you're. You know. You. I think you have the same sort of ideas. Right. Okay. So oh, he, right. Okay. In that he's a conservative. Right. You know, and in that he's uh, he does things. You know, he's Fianna Gaelic. He's got the whole blue shorty thing on. He wouldn't be too fond of the poor. Uh, and then, at the same way, he's the son of an Indian immigrant and he's the first gay leader in all of Europe. So it's quite, you know what I mean? Shall I tell you about Leo Varadkar? Yes. And how, how, like, entwined Leo Varadkar and I are? Oh, really? Yeah, shall I tell you? Would you like to know? I this? would fucking love to know this. Right, this is so, kind of this is gonna is this so gonna Leo, blow me mind. Have I, you had cocktails with this fucker as well? Do you know Everybody what? we mentioned in here. I haven't had cocktails. I have had uh I've had better. I've had better. What? Um, so if I swear to Jesus on this podcast, if you mentioned Johnny Cash, he'd be fu- he'd say uh, no, the no, his no, body's in your bedroom or something. No, I've never met him. But so Leo Varadkar obviously is the new leader of our country. Uh and he's cool and he's young and he's funky, he's gonna change everything. Half well a quarter, I think, of he's the country cool hate now. him. No, he's totally not on. He turned up to meet the Canadian Prime Minister with Canada oh, flag Justin. socks on him. I know. No, and he's, but he's not. He he's went to nerdy. Downing Street and he starts going, I'm very, very excited and um, I was going to do a little dance down the steps. Do you remember that? Yeah, he started talking about he, Hugh Grant. Oh, he's a bit of a fucking idiot. Love that. He is. <laughs> but you know what? I kind of like that he's a bit of an idiot because like, we've gone from end of the plank Kenny oh, yeah. who's just like... Personality made, of an arse. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and But in fairness, actually, I got a bit of crack at end of Kenny. I met him when he was on the campaign pain trail um, he was in Ireland AM and I was sitting waiting to go in and do something which is a morning breakfast show but they, all the all the candidates were in doing their political spouse but I was sitting there or whatever and I kind of made the huge error at the time I said good morning Enda like I didn't say good morning Taoiseach and you could see his age is kind of a bit like Ugh. but he came over and was like hello lovely to meet you I was like I might vote Fianna Gael I'm thinking about it you all need to up your policies <laughs> We need to talk about the eighth, but that's another day. Leo is not into the eighth. He's not, and that's that's my downside to yeah. Leo. Like he needs to up. Like we need a referendum about the eighth, but that's a conversation it's about coming. another day. It, it is, is coming, coming, and we will speak, and we will have our voice, and the young, the young people of Ireland yeah. uh, will, and that will all happen. So we won't go into too much about that, but that will all happen. So Leo. Yeah. Leo is my old next door neighbour. Shut the fart so, off. Ashok and Miriam lived next door to my mum and dad and they, they had two girls and obviously they're the same ages and then there's there's obviously there's only like there's a year and a half between Leo and I. Um yeah, and then so then they moved from where we live, they moved and then when Leo was born so so sorry, so they had two girls and then they had Leo with 
basically Miriam was like praying for Leo. They like really, really, really wanted a baby boy because they had two girls who both work as doctors as well. And then Ashok obviously was our GP and looked after all of us if we were sick and stuff. And then they moved. But uh, but yeah, so when, when Miriam was, or when Ash, or when Leo was born, <laughs> Miriam left like cham- champagne and chocolates on my mum's doorstep to celebrate like the birth and the arrival the birth of, of the Leo. future Taoiseach of Ireland. And she literally was like, he could be anything. He could be absolutely, because she, he was her boy blue. He adored, like she adored him. And literally a blue shirt. And literally that's what he is now. <laughs> so Leo and I go way back to birth. And um, also speaking, he ran around the back garden and chased me with a syringe. Shut up. It had water in it. You got chased around the back garden. Yeah, of their back garden, of Miriam and Ashok's back garden with a syringe full of water. But there was no needle on it. But yeah, because his dad was, you know, the squirt, squirt gun. Oh yeah, because his dad was a doctor, of course. Doctor. Because me imagine he picked up a junkie course, syringe and started chasing his I mean, you can, you can red top it whichever way you want. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Leo. So, so my there's mom, no needle in the syringe. There's no needle in the syringe, there's water in it. But it's, for, you know, for to kind of make it sound more red toppy, you could say, you know, T-Shock chases small girl around garden with syringe. With syringe. <laughs> where the actual that's you know the quote but within context the context it is, is, is there was water a young we were child, about six young son of a doctor chases next door neighbour around with we a water pistol we were just about six yeah that's all it was yeah, yeah we were about six at the time so that was Leo yeah so when he when, genuinely when he got elected like my mum was like and still is like just totally like she's so delighted that like baby Leo is now the Taoiseach of the country. Holy so she shit. sent a card over to Miriam and Ashok and like they would keep in touch like that's you know. amazing yeah. hey, you know fucking everyone you know everyone. Tell you who I'm going to make best friends with this weekend, though. Who? Para, para, paradise. I got oh, Coplay! That this weekend. I can't wait. Oh, Me I can't and Chris get a Martin sniff are going to be motherfucking like this. I cannot get a sniff. I can't get a Genuinely, a if I hear of anything on Saturday, because obviously I'll be hanging around with Chris, um, uh, if I hear anything and I can get you in, I'll give you a hug. I would do anything to get a ticket at this stage. I would, what would suck. You do? What would I do? Okay, I would, I would, I would get a straw... And suck the corn kernels out of my own shite to get a ticket. <laughs> That's really graphic. You would really do that for a ticket for a Coldplay. I feel a bit vomity. <laughs> I just wanted to see how disgusting you would think that was. That's vile. I wouldn't actually suck you the would. corn kernels would. out of my shite with a straw. You would. <laughs> but no, if I do hear of anything. Yes, please, Lou, please do, because they're they're just impossible to get your. They're impossible to get your. Are hands they on. really hard? Yeah, to get? yeah. The, the hardest ticket I have ever, ever, ever tried to get my hands on. By the way, see, did you see Leo, um, T-shock man again with, with was him. Um, he was the first ever leader of Ireland to walk in a Pride march, because it was Pride weekend last weekend. Oh yeah, so he did. Has nobody else ever? Never. No. No. No political Enda leader would have kind of been. Oh, hello, people. Here Ooh. I am. I, I believe that everybody has love. I think Ugh. everybody should be allowed to touch willies. Whether if they like a willy, if they like a willy, and just fiddle with your vagina. There was an amazing picture, actually. <laughs> fiddle with your vagina. Fiddle with your willy. Uh, did yeah, you but see no, that Leo was the first one. But do you know something? I have a problem with pride. I'm just going to say I have a problem oh, with pride, geez. right? Oh, great. We're never going to piss the whole gay community off. No, I don't think we are. I think, to be honest, the gay community might agree with me. Okay. I'll be honest with you, right? Because remember years ago, pride was just about the gay community getting together. And, and celebrating And, and celebrating, other. right? Yeah. Grant. Right? Grant. Fuck. Actually, not Grant. Fucking great. 
Yeah. Fucking great. Right. Brilliant. A bell fucking time, eh? You can come out of the closet, get onto the street, have a good time, and party like the whole world is fruiting around having the crack with you, right? Right. But all of a sudden, did you not notice that it felt, it felt very like St. Patrick's Day this year? It felt like St. Patrick's Day. It was hijacked by every fucking TV company and every ad. Like, you had Irish Permanent opening the Pride Bank account for your building society. You had McDonald's doing the milkshake of Pride. <laughs> like, Renault McGann. If you insure this weekend you're gay, we'll give you the insurance of pride. It was like, you fucking hijacking, sap- it's just, they're jumping on it. It's just pride That's, for profit. You know, actually, it's to be pride for you, profit is what it was. I have to say, it's rare that I do, but I actually kind of agreed with you. Because you know why? I just, like, I'm, I, I, I noticed that so many people changed. And I don't know whether it's, it's negative or good. So many people's like, um, big companies all had like the pride rainbow on their Twitter Every account. Every fucking way. Which I kind of, in some way I'm like, do you know what? Amazing that we're, that country that we go deadly. I'm all for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone should be proud and pride. But also Definitely. kind of a bit like, I just hope. But you know they're doing it for bills. They yeah, knew it was kinda, The other side of it is I kind of just hope that it's legit. Like as in, that if you are part of the LGBT community and that you're working, not I'm not talking about the bigger places, but I'm talking about these co- these smaller companies that are putting up the rainbow, that if you're working within these, these that they're actually fucking treat you right. That's the fucking Do you know thing. what I mean? Because, That's the bit I kind of go. Because you mm. know when, they, when it's these big companies, you know it's just a bunch of shits in the marketing department sitting down going, right, now, Pride weekend is coming up and it could be anything Nuala what will we do get the rainbow I think we'll have to get some rainbow flags and hang them on the streets does anybody know any gay people it'd be all that shit it made me very cynical and I'm all for people saying happy pride and have a great pride weekend and the whole lot but shouldn't it be gay people having the happy pride weekend I know lads that are on my social media and shit right they've never they've never met well, they have, of course, but they wouldn't know a gay person as a friend or anything. They've never met gay people generally in their socialised and all that. And they're wishing all their... It's straight people wishing other straight folk happy pride. Yeah, that's true. And when you went into town, it was loads of young people drinking fucking cans and just getting over with pride flags wrapped around their neck and young ones with pride flags mooching their boyfriend over on the corner of the road. Love is love, PJ. Love is love. Love is fucking love, absolutely. But that's not love. That's just pissheads. And... Uh, to, in fairness, we love a parade. We love anything. And I'm all for bandwagoning. I'm the biggest bandwagon bastard in the face of the fucking earth. All I'm saying, I guess here's the point I'm trying to make. If I was involved in the pride movement for maybe 10 years or maybe the you last 20 years. And you fought and you went through the shit. And you took the fucking bullying in the school. Maybe you were, had wankers shouting at you on the road. Maybe you've been afraid to literally walk down the road with your boyfriend or girlfriend. All of this shit. Mm. If you've had to cope with all the fucking, yeah, yeah, fire. You've put up with that for years. And then all of a sudden... All of these fuckers. There's little gougers at the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, they're fucking out. Go there, You'd be there going, no. Do you know something? Take a fucking step. Just take one step back, you fucking prick. Because I've been taught, I had to work hard for this. And now you're walking in with your hand down your girlfriend's knickers, fucking shouting them wrong with a bag of cans. Fuck off. This is our day. That's what I just think. I mean, there'll be a part of me that thinks this is our fucking day. I think we Go should. Back and, you and Patrick's day, you fuckhead. You football matches. This is our fucking day. <laughs> I Fuck think up. we should get you a multicolours uniform and we'll put you on Pride Patrol next year. I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. We'll pitch you for that. Oh, that's a, PJ for Pride Patrol. Because that's exactly what Pride needs. It's a straight man walking around telling people who's allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and somehow we've digressed back to where we were 10 years ago. I don't know what went wrong with that idea. But it's funny though, because like I, when I worked in Spain like 12 years ago, yeah, so probably about, maybe, yeah, about 12 years ago when I worked as a spinning, so drive the promotional vehicles, we took part in the Pride Parade. Yeah. And it was, when I say parade, it was a drive down essentially from Christchurch down kind of towards Georgia Street. Like that was it. Yeah. It was yeah. like a really small, like it was a road. That was the route. It was a road that was, was like it took about because I suppose because there was a couple of loads and whatnot and a couple of people, it probably took all of like four to five minutes. But like and then the, everything went back to normal. Nope. And literally the only venue at that time was the George, which was is really well known because obviously bar. Panty Bar. The, probably the big, yeah. yeah, one of the two biggest gay one bars of the big, in the country. But at yeah. the time, the George was the biggest, I think, like 12 years ago. Been, it was yeah. iconic. It was, you know, the Panty Bar wasn't there, whereas Panty Bar now is very iconic as well. But that was it. And we took part in it. But even at that, it was like, it didn't have, obviously it didn't have what it has now in the sense that, you know, it's, you know, everyone is there whenever it has that. But there was still elements of it that people didn't march in it people didn't go because they were still afraid sketch a bit yeah, of sketch yeah, involved they, yeah. they, you know they were still afraid to whether they hadn't come out or that they they weren't yeah. comfortable within the gay community yeah. or they hadn't there wasn't it wasn't embraced the way we saw which amazingly it was but you know now it's it's kind of like there was loads of people marching with their friends and with their family and with their you know yeah. in solidarity for them but yeah, it was. I don't know. I understand what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? But I'm just yeah. I, I know what you're saying, and I totally agree. And it, oh, fucking, it's definitely a million. This is great shit yeah. that everybody's celebrating it. But there is there just still dickheads it at does the feel like the there's like... an element of hijackery going on. Yeah, but and they, uh, because... what are you going to do? That's fucking what always is going to happen. There's always a gouge or a hijack's fucking Patrick's Day as well. Do you know? Uh, when I was well, like Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day is just horrendous. a wanker fest. Yeah. St Patrick's Day in Ireland, for those that don't know, is the worst fucking day to be Irish. And Ever. that's the end you of it. Don't go to town. You can't go to the city. The parade is full of sh- it, Well, the parade's actually get, grand. Unless you get invited Okay, get I was about peace. to get ranty, but no. Go the on, parade's actually ranty, grand. Especially it. if you're Suzanne fucking Kane and the Lord Mayor calls up to you on a horse and brings you to the fucking thing and serves you food while everybody walks past or whatever the fuck happened, which was ridiculous, was, by the way. It was not a lovely day. Of course you did. How the fuck you do all these? You were living next to the bleeding T-shirt and you got... Anyway, it doesn't matter. But as soon as the sun goes down... Patrick's Day turns into a shit fest in Which Ireland. Which face it, it's March, so that comes about half four. Yeah, and I mean a shit fest. Yeah, it's March. Yeah, so fucking it ha- is half say four. five o'clock for half four. No, because the, the witching hour once twilight kicks in, which is kind of half four. Yeah, like come five o'clock, the witching hour. But like the twilight bit into the witching hour is when people are still a little bit jovial, yeah. and then it goes, and then it just tilts, and then. It's imagine you know if anyone's seen The Walking Dead or The Evil Dead or zombie movies, that's essentially what it's like. It's like you're you're the only person that hasn't been bitten and taken over by this virus of shit, where people are walking around, <laughs> pissing on the streets, throwing, fighting each other. They had to corral Temple Bar last year into a one-way system to stop people walking into each other, so they end up like in the insanity. Yeah, of, you went, I went to Temple oh, Bar a couple of years ago and I left made, after it's all mad of mad shit, mad shit. I would say to anybody who's cool, like people go, oh, I, you know, I really want to. Go to Ireland for Patrick's Day. I'm like, go to New York. Go to New York. Go to New York, or even do you know where Chicago London is supposed to be good? San yeah. Francisco is supposed to be good. Jared Regan actually was the Grand Marshal of the London Parade last year. I don't know how he got that gig, but if you are in any way involved over there, PJ and I are totally available for that next year. Now wait, you see what happens next year. I'll be doing the parade in 
it's the middle of Ireland in Athlone or something. You're always and, falling so And you'll be up the front getting carried by the fucking local NYPD through Fifth Avenue or something. Wait, you see. I'm available. I am available for all <laughs> these things. Wait, you see. Some shit like that is going on. I am happen. available for all these things. <laughs> but yeah, it like it is... Paddy's Day is just a hole, but go somewhere else. But come and see loads of people, by the way. Oh, I got a deadly email um, to the Dublin podcast the other day. And again, because people are dead wide when they email now, they don't even bother to talk to you because they just know that you don't even bother to read the emails. It's not um, don't bother. I don't, not don't bother. You can't I'm, remember I'm the fucking ghoulies. I know. We'll talk about that in a second. But Mark sent me an email. He's coming over. Check this out for like a deadly surprise. He's coming over to Dublin to see Coldplay and he's bringing his wife and his kids over oh. for the weekend. So he's like, where should I go? What should I do? What should I see? So I just sent the list. And I was like, PJ goes to shitholes, so don't worry about any of the places he goes, but these are some good places to go. <laughs> but you know what? I'm the same, though, because my cousin's coming over with his girlfriend this weekend, and I'm trying to figure out, like, usually when Christopher comes over, we go to the club, like, we go to the Rubber Dub Dub on a Friday night, and he's cool with that, and then, you know, we go into town, go to McDade's or whatever. But obviously, Tiff is with him, and she's never been to Dublin, and I, I do you get like that when people come? I get really like, I want her to have. Oh, yeah the best time you start realising that you're, like, Ireland is depending on you you yeah. have to showcase your country thank you so somebody when they leave they go back and say you're yeah. not going to fucking believe it but yeah. Ireland is the greatest city Ireland's, exactly not, like Ireland's not a city by the way uh, but Dublin yeah. is the greatest city I've ever been in yeah. I know it doesn't sound like it and yeah. it sounds like a bit of a shithole Dublin but it's fucking marvellous yeah. that's what you want to do you end up trying you feel like that's a, a thing you have to do I feel like that I am a person I'm going to be rated via TripAdvisor like I feel like as a person yeah, this Suzanne is what, Kane yeah, you can, very good guide yeah. five stars that's Thank what you. you're aiming that's, for that's exactly it so I'm caught like I'm, so we have a group and I'm like we're sending back stuff back and forward I feel kind of bad though as well because we're getting very excited about Coplay so my brother is coming out on Friday night and then he's minding Hannah on Saturday night so he can't come to Coplay so we could Jeffrey's just like I just feel a bit left out. I'm like, it's grand. Just you'll be with Hannah, mine and Hannah. So you're going to have a wonderful night. She doesn't sleep to quite the house down. Yay! Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out like where to go, what to do. So we're, obviously we'll do the usuals Friday. Like we'll do McDade's and a couple of those kind of pubs. And then we need to eat early Saturday because we have to get to Croker. Yeah. And then it's like, where do you go after Croker? Do you know what I mean? What do you do? Like, or, so it's that. And then I kind of like, we might try and find out is there a little bit of a music session going on somewhere because maybe like Glenn Hansard might be you know they sometimes he's kind of in a pub somewhere in a corner or Damo somewhere in a corner I'm like maybe yeah. they'd like that or because Christopher's been a million times like, he's been to Dublin a million times but I'm just like with Tiffany I'm like I really 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 want her to have but and also are they here Tiff, on Friday night they're here yeah come meet us for you know, a drink Friday night by I the way I can't I have to go to a listeners party in Limerick oh, so I'm going to be in Limerick on Friday night oh, vomit but Aslan vomit. are playing in the I'd Ivy rather Gardens. fucking punch myself in the face than go and see Aslan. And more to the point, bring someone to see Aslan. That's oh, that was unexpected. Like doing this, Christy. I'd rather. <laughs> yeah, I should have seen that coming from you. To be honest, I should have saw that coming. I went to you. see Aslan play when I was younger. Right, great. Christy doesn't wear shoes. Now, no, don't he get me wrong. Wear, no, he doesn't. And his name is Christy Dignam, you Dignum, lunatic. Dignam, Well, Southside, <laughs> we'd call him Dignam. we call him Dignam, or whatever his name is. And he's like, Aslan are iconic, but you're, it's like you too. You're yeah. either into them or you're not. I guess so, but it'd be not. some gig, although there would be, there'd be lunatics. It would it. be full of out and out gougers. But you'd be damn sure they never seen anything like that in England no, before. No, I don't want to bring her there. She'll never come back. Tiffany's a classy lady, like. Yeah, maybe it's not a good idea then. 
Yeah, it's probably not a good idea, to be fair. Saturday night, you could come meet us. We might, you know what, actually. No. Where am I going to be on Saturday? I've got some shite. What am I doing this weekend? Tell no, me I'm about how busy nothing. you've been. What's the crack? It's been mental. Actually, do you know something? I have to leave you now for a second. I'm going to tell you, come back and tell you. Are you um, going to the toilet? Yeah, a fucking bladder. My fucking bladder is fucked again. I have to go back to the fucking doctor and get a finger shoved up my fucking hole again. I mean, honest to Jesus, how many times do you get fucking fingered up your backside by a fucking shitty medic before they before they just give up and tie a fucking knot in your cock? I'm getting really pissed off. I'm pissing. I would say I did 37 pisses yesterday. 37. I'm going to count, right? I'm going to count from here on, right? I'm going for a piss now. Well, that's one anyway. I'll just sit here and wait for you then. Oh, dear. Right, okay. Right, so just before you got here, I had another one. Right. It's still my head in, Is right? it the coffee? I, I, no, it's not the coffee. You Here's the thing. Thank oh, you for getting me coffee, by the way. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You have to listen to me shite. It's worth a coffee. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had to go back to the doctor. I have to go back to the doctor again, right? Here's have the you problem. made an appointment? No, I haven't even called her yet. Oh. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I'm sick of it. You've no idea what it's like to have... To every time you... Oh, you just sent me a message. I just got it now. There in three minutes. Uh, but every time I go to me doc... It's just he's sticking his hand or her hand up my backside. Every, that's it's just a rule now. I've think, I've ha- we've had this conversation before. It's like, yeah, you never know, Pigeon. At your age, we have to stick a finger up your hole and we have to fiddle around and see if we can find a knot in your hole. Yeah, yeah, oh, there's a little knot up there. Now you're all healthy. Oh, no, Jesus, you never know. It's just a matter of time at your age. We have to stick a finger up your hole, have a wiggle it around, and then we'll surely find something that's going to fucking end your life or at least break your fucking erections forever. It's a fucking load of shit. And now... Literally. Yeah, literally a load of shit. And then, was I telling you? I told you before about Neve Marr, didn't I? Oh, yeah, we the told you about time. this, yeah. How did they get it in? What do you mean, how did they get yeah, it Brandon, in? That is a legitimate question from a woman. Because I would have thought that they pushed something down your penis. Well, you're talking about we. No, it goes up your ass. Yeah, but look, by eliminate process of elimination, if you were talking about a, a matter to do with your penis and urination, the natural link there is that they would put something up your penis. That's the, like I have no idea no. where they're going up your bum. Because do you know how small the hole of the cock is? Like, do you have I've any idea really looked. how small the hole of a cock? Next time your husband's walking around, just like give us a look at that and try and look down it. Put your eye up against it, right? No, but and I pull his balls can... back so he's all straight. <laughs> I presume they feed something down, like a little no ping down. No fucking it. way! No way! Nothing Why goes not? down there. A catheter, maybe when you're but in that's, serious shit. But that's shit. what I'm talking about. No. Like it's... Fucking way! Or finger, like he's talking. You're talking about a finger. You can't I get a finger down someone's down. penis. I just thought that they put like a tube or no. a straw of some description down nope. there. He shoves his finger. Maybe in that's your the ass. problem. Maybe he needs to put something down there and find out what's going on. Well, we know what's going on because I have to go back on these shitty medications. I was on them for six months, and then I got to go back on them again. These tablets. I feel like such an old man. This is the problem. I don't feel like an old man yet. I have the body of an old man, and starting to really annoy me. I'm starting to take. I started taking this uh, creatine shit for the gym to try and make your muscles a little bit bigger. Yeah, to make you go raging out nothing like a bit of crazy no, it's not to make like, you it's go it's not fucking uh, steroid or anything it's just a powder you take yeah creatine I'm pretty sure creatine makes you go a bit loopy loop gives you a bit, a bit of the outrage ah no it doesn't you're, you're getting it all you're, I'm not you are do, you, uh, isn't it not like do you I look fucking angry to you <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about I think I fucking know what this shit does do they not like isn't that the whole I think I remember reading in like the examiner or the independent about the, the use of creatine is it creatine or creatine creatine with, yeah within like junior rugby like 
a pre like pubescent and prepubescent young boys coming up through oh, rugby well, you're not supposed and to take into, when you're a kid. No, I know, but and then into senior like senior cup. Yeah. But the, like they were essentially raging out. Now maybe oh, I don't maybe, know. They, maybe it was code word for that they were injecting their balls with steroids. I don't but I thought maybe. that there was something a bit is it not creatine that makes it a bit ragey? No, creatine oh, is just... Wrong, you get like, creatine from meats and fish and all anyway, so it's just an extra dollop of that shit. It make, all it does is it makes your muscles hold water a bit more. Yeah, so... So, okay, you're so, you, like so you put on weight. Stuff. You put on a bit of weight. So, That's so you're actually idea. trying to lose loads of weight and now you're putting no, it on I'm a bit of water. No, I'm trying to gain weight all the time. I'm just trying to lose fat, but gain weight. With muscle and all that sort of stuff. And this right. should help me gain weight and put in a butt. It means my body's holding more water than usual, which means my bladder is out of control because it has this extra bit of pressure because there's all this I've extra been water there. I know rolling what around. It's like when I'm pregnant because you have to whittle constantly. Yeah, well, there you go. Are you well, getting up during the night and everything? I hate it. Three, four times a night. Four times a night, maybe. It's You should oh. just put like a, a body beside your bed. What? <laughs> And not in me cock. I should just figure out. I'm pretty out. sure you'll probably. If I only had an extra two inches, I'd be able to tie the phone. You, knot. to be honest with you, I would say you get yourself into more trouble by trying to knot your cock. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like I know a doctor who told me that they were on A and E duty one night, and somebody came in with a toilet brush up their hole and said that they fell off the toilet and it just happened to go up their hole. Do you yeah. know, what I mean? it's one of those that you sit looking at them going, "I know that's the story you're sticking yeah, to." Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know more. Whereas you just go, cock, "Why never... have you got a knot in your cock?" Well. Borsting for a piss. Yeah, I decided that the, the you know the suitable thing to do. Borsting for a piss. Oh, so you know when you're a kid and you're younger, and you <laughs> it was need to, to remind go... me that I'd not to forget the Coldplay was on, so I tried to knock me cock. No, that was the whole thing. Oh yeah, tie a knot in your pajamas. Was it your pajamas? <laughs> it was just tie a knot though, and something wasn't to remind you of something. I mean, was it not your pajamas? Remember, there was the song and all. There was run in the bed, and the little one said, "Roll over." Yeah, Remember that's that? just roll, and one roll rolled over, over and, let... and they all rolled over, and one fell out. Hit he gave ground. a little scream, and he gave a little shout, "Oh, please remember to tie a knot in your pajamas." Single beds were only made for one, one two, two, three. three. Four, was I, fun. <laughs> I don't think it was true. I think it was just a song. I'll I don't read. know, but if you know the answer... I thought it was tying a knot in your pyjamas, so then when you wake up in the morning, you'll see the knot and it'll remind you of whatever you were supposed to do that day. Oh, that's good. That's what I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be, but not likely to be wrong. <clears throat> yeah, right. Right, that's nearly episode 74. Oh, is it? Um, Fuck me. Yeah, because we have to do two. Before we go, yeah. where did you get knives and fucking forks? I'm Ikea in the gaff- or Home Store I'm not going, more. there's no home way. Home Store more. I, I got mine in Home Store more. Where did you get knives and forks in, near my house? Home Store more. Where's your nearest? Uh, Carrick Mines, are you done, Leary? Yeah, I'm done, Leary, yeah. Yeah, Home Store. No, Carrick Mines has. Uh, and I need advice from Dublin listeners, please, okay. actually. Can I ask you this? I've decided, right, because I'm getting old, the body's getting on. I've decided to... You get uh, one of them beep beeps. Beep, 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 no, beep. not that fucking old. Jesus Christ, Suzanne. Uh, because I'm getting old. But I've decided I'm going to sample all the finer things in life. I'm going for the full-on gentleman, right? Oh. So I'm, I like me whiskey. I like it. I'm into it. I don't really right. get fucked up anymore. So I can I can drink it like an adult, you know? Set it like... Like literally to doing shots. And yeah, 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 you know. I, I've even... You know, I'm, one day I'll sample a silk scarf. You know what I mean? I'm getting into this shit. You're going to start wearing a cravat? What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start trying to get into cigars. Oh. I've been looking at cigars. I think I could get into them. But I've no idea what to get, how to smoke them, what to do with them. I, I, I know how to light them and all because I tried them a few years ago. They, I got two strong ones. They blew the head off me. I got a bit green. Wasn't into them. But I think I'm going to sample them because I think I can handle the cigar and the whiskey and on such a minor jacket. level. And maybe you can get a smoking jacket. I'm, I'm in the middle of purchasing a barbecue. 
of a little roof garden in my new house. You're buying it, getting a barbecue. I'm buying a barbecue. I'm going to be sitting. I've got a roof garden I'm in my like house. I feel that. I fe- I fe- I've been getting videos from my friend Tom O'Mahony, the guy whose podcast I did last week, comedian Tom O'Mahony. Right. Um, I've been getting videos from him on how to cook a ham. He's a brilliant Irish countryman. Uh, so he courses like fuck when he's doing the videos. Um, they're brilliant. Will I send you a show? <laughs> like, will I play Sam, one of them? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, well, shit. I don't know where it is, though. Bollocks, anyway. But I can look it up. Oh no, he sent it to me on my phone. Oh, okay. You know that kind of way. Uh, where's the fucking thing? Oh shit, no, I don't know where it is. Okay, not to worry. We'll we'll look again. Uh, but he's he you know, he sends me these videos there. There you go now. You can do an eight-hour fucking ham there. Turn the fucker on. Leave the fucker on the heat there. Where I'm done from you. Oh, he's from is outside. He he's from outside Dublin. Like is he loud? Uh, um, so <laughs> in Dublin, there's Tala Swords, Nookrow, Fontail, Blanchardstown. Right. So you could go to, let me see, your Nook Grove from Dunleary. You That's could go there. Far. That's not far. You could go there. That's a good one. Is this for for cigars now? No, for knives and forks. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. For the basics, yeah. Or else go to Carrick Wines. There's a Zara. <laughs> there's, or sorry, there's a Next Home. There's a TK Maxx, all those. Get your basics there. Um, What to do with the cigars, I don't know. I know, like, a lot of people who smoke cigars. Well, I'm asking for help. Surely there is one aficionado. Officio Cigarro out there that does he knows his shit he's into smoking maybe it's a Romeo y Julieta or a Cohiba see I've been reading right you're looking uh, into some cigars. Cuban shit yeah so maybe you know what the good ones to get what's mild for a good one for a beginner like me who hasn't a fucking clue but wants to have a bit of a you know maybe there's some tips of the trade I could do I would very much appreciate it. I'm going to try and get into the cigars I want by this time next week to be on my roof garden drinking a glass of nice whiskey Right? What kind of whiskey do you drink? Oh, I just love like, I love Irish whiskey. So I like uh, Teeling, I like Green Spot, I like Yellow Spot, I like um I had a beautiful bottle of John's Lane. It was fucking gorgeous. John's Lane the church? No, it's a it's one of the ones by powers. Red breast, the twelve year red breast is beautiful as well. Oh, I'm into it. Just does, does into go it, Suzanne. Off? No, it doesn't no. Whiskey can't what, go off. What's Jack Daniels? That's a No, that's bourbon. That's a bourbon. It's a it's a whiskey, but it's American it's it's shit. It's like. shit, yeah. Yeah, but the best thing uh, about whiskey, right? So I'm really into it. I'm really fucking into okay. it. If you could be fucked listening to it, I would never stop talking about it, right? So whiskey is it's not like wine. So it doesn't age right. when it's out of the barrel. Okay. So it's only ages as long as it's in the barrel. Right. So it could be thirty years old, but if it's only in the barrel twelve years, it's a twelve year whiskey. Forever and ever and ever. Right, gotcha. Right? So obviously like Wine, though, the older it gets, the more expensive it gets because it's less harsh, it's more smooth. Sometimes gotcha. the barrels are made, they sherry beforehand, it gets more tasty, more flavoursome. Fucking gorgeous, If I liked right? whiskey, I'd be into it, but oh, I don't. It's but, fucking yeah. great. Uh, and then, so, this, so Irish whiskey for me is better. It's triple distilled, so it's not like Scotch whiskey where you can still sort of so taste is the this clay. A single malt, is this what this is? No? no, 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 you can have single malt can be any. That's different. Yeah, that's different again. Okay. God, uh, it's, it's, there's a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, we Basically should, you the big should talk difference. To, to Una, a girl I know, Una, she worked for Jemison for like three or four years. Yeah. She was, she's a whiskey connoisseur. You should talk to Una. She there works for three now, but she did work for you Jemison. See, this is the shit. This is, I've been, she had I'm, to leave. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it was a hardcore job. Well, a lot of whiskey go. drinking. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I bet, I fucking bet it is, yeah. So, but see the way I've learned all about my whiskeys mm. and I'm into them. That's what I want to do with cigars. I want to be a gentleman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be this time next week sitting down eating a piece of fucking beautifully grilled meat. Oh, uh, what now? So with my whiskey and my cigar, and maybe eat. I'll even put on a suit and sit on my own, like a fucking no, weirdo. You need to get like a, <laughs> you need to get like a what's it called? Like a cravat? Is that what it's called? A cravat? A silk, yeah, some sort of silk scarf, like that. The gentleman looking over and abusing people. Yeah. 
Get out of me fucking garden, you boss. Like with a, a cigar. Yeah, with me cigar, yeah. And I'm what into, kind of whiskey? Uh, probably red breast, maybe. Haven't had that in ages. Yeah, I got some red breast. Is that Irish? Oh, yeah, it's Irish, yeah. But it's about 60-odd quid a bottle. It's Actually, expensive. you're loaded. What do you make? Oh, before we finish episode 74... Oh, shit, cock, I wrote mine. Um, i got to say a big hi to Mark. He's getting married next Saturday. So I'm presuming that's this Saturday to Kimberly. We just say hi. How are you, Mark? How are you, Kimberly? Congratulations. And enjoy his wedding. Congratulations, you crazy fools. PJ, you're such a cynical bastard. Have a great day. Anyway, there you God go. knows marriage is tough. So have a great day. You're such a negative nanny about things. Congratulations. Enjoy your Wednesday. Right, that's 74. Done. Enjoy the presents. That's all I'm saying. Oh, good. Right, well, that's today's. That's uh, 74. Done, dusted. Uh, don't forget to send us your hashtag in your ears, pictures, snap them to me or tweet them. They're so And loads of people are on holidays at the moment. I like those the most at the moment. Yeah. Also, there's loads of ones um, making hay. Cutting hay. Because it's that time of the year. Because the weather's been good. I don't know anything about it. Neither do I, but the pictures are insanely good. Oh, and I have some questions to ask you because I tweeted last night. We'll do that in the next episode. Oh, Jesus. Peace. There you go, episode 74.